everybody. Thanks for listening to On the Podcast. Short episode format podcast to give you something to do while you kill time doing business on the pod. Or maybe you have a coughing fit in the middle of the night. Oh, love that. Yeah, you're you're a little under the weather. Uh, you sound a little under the weather. Oh, excuse you. <laughs> and you're going to cough all night. And it's going to be unpleasant. <laughs> Might as well throw on an episode of our podcast and make it a little more pleasant. <laughs> and have to re-listen to it two and three times because you're coughing through it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Liz. And I'm Katie. Hey, Liz. Hey, Katie. What are we talking about today? Uh, Katie, we are in February. It is Black History Month. Hmm. So we are going to talk about um, Madam C.J. Walker, who was the very first female self-made millionaire in the U.S. Oh. And beyond just that, she was also black. Cool. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I I've, The name is familiar, but I don't... Maybe I know her story. Maybe I don't. Yeah. Let's get into it. I'm very excited. Happy Black History Month. Mm-hmm. So Madam C.J. Walker was born Sarah Breedlove on December 23rd, 1867 in Delta, Louisiana. Lovely. Yep. <laughs> uh, she had one sister and four brothers, and they were all enslaved. Mm. She was the first child born into freedom. They were on the Madison Parish pl- Plantation. Uh, and by seven years old, she was actually orphaned. Both her parents passed away. Oh, gosh. So she moved from uh, Louisiana to Vicksburg, Mississippi, to live with her sister and brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there she worked as a, as a child, um, as a domestic servant. Uh, and she only had like three months of formal education. Mm-hmm. At 14, she got married to escape uh, the abuse from her brother-in-law. Oh. I know. And she I had her- to both of those, married at 14 and abuse. Not, yeah. not a good situation. Well, yeah, it was 1800s. Um, <laughs> she had her daughter at 18 years old, Alelia. Um, and then in 1887, when her daughter was two years old, her husband died. Oh, God. Ugh, the start of her life, man. Rough. <clears throat> I know. Um, she then remarried once to some guy, and it's not important. <laughs> sorry whoever you are you're a footnote in this story (laughs) and then she remarried then she married again to charles joseph walker in 1906 and from there she was known becomes known as madam cj walker so i think it's something to do with the charles joseph walker and we'll get into why she was called by madam uh this was again yeah 1906 and he was a newspaper ad salesman in st louis she met him because she had moved to st louis in 1888 where three of her brothers lived and she became a laundress. That's, you know, making the millions of bucks doing people's laundry. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, as a as a free black person in the United States, there weren't a lot of opportunities yeah. and jobs. Yeah. So, uh, she also suffered from dandruff and baldness from these harsh hair cleaning products. Um, you know, she had a poor diet, suffered from illness. You know, at the time, people weren't bathing as frequently because there wasn't indoor plumbing. Mm-hmm. And we can kind of talk about very briefly how the poor diet is related to just lack of um, lack of resources for black community. So, yeah. you know, she's suffering all these uh, hair and scalp challenges just for being born black. 
I'm waiting for the turnaround. <clears throat> <laughs> That's it. The end. Um, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Thanks for listening. <laughs> no, so her, her brothers were barbers and that's where she started to learn about hair care. And, um, she gets hired by, she gets hired as a selling agent for Annie Malone, who was an African American hair care entrepreneur and while she's working for Malone, she starts to develop her own hair care product. And people who were in the hair care business were referred to as madams. Oh. So that's how she became Madam C.J. Walker. Huh. Interesting. It's like a French thing. I wonder if it's just because it was like a beauty mm-hmm. job. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Because I always associate madams with like, you know prostitution Heidi Fleece. <laughs> yeah exactly take a listen to our episode about Heidi Fleece <laughs> so Madame it's interesting Hollywood. yeah that that's like clumped in there <clears throat> yeah um you know words take on different meanings as time flies mm. huh. <laughs> um so she ends up moving to Denver Colorado oh hey yep maybe and that's why I know her name <laughs> maybe there's there's a there's a CJ Walker park uh, Madam CJ Walker park yeah yeah I've probably driven past it yeah um So she moves to Denver in 1905 to run her own uh, business. And Annie Malone actually accuses her of stealing her formula. Did she? Mm. (laughs) I haven't got a clue. Sorry, Annie, you're not part of this story. (laughs) Well, it's a small part. Uh, So she she sold door to door. And in 1906, Alelia um, was in charge of the mail order operation in Denver while she traveled through the South with her husband um, selling the products. Uh, in 1908, she moved to Pittsburgh and she opened up a college to train hair culturists uh, and then opened a, uh, a base for her business in Indianapolis and a salon in Harlem. Wow. Yep. And at the height of her business, she employed 20,000 20, women. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. In the early 1900s? Early God, 1900s. that's a huge business. Massive. Massive. She also taught black women how to budget and build a business and become financially independent. I love that. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Wait, do we know the name of her business? Have you said that? I think it was just the C.J. Walker, Madam C.J. Walker (laughs) hair Hair thing. Hair products. I don't know. (laughs) We're not talking about her business. We're talking about her. Um, (laughs) And then she ended up uh, establishing the National Beauty Culturist and Benevolent Association of Madam C.J. Walker, which basically was just a foundation and they had meetings and, you know, it was all, all revolving around, again, running your business and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, she also was a massive philanthropist. She, um, she raised money for the YMCA um, in the black communities. Uh, she gave scholarships to Tuskegee Institute, donated to churches. Uh, she also commissioned Vertner Tandy, who was the first black, the first licensed black architect to build her house in Harlem. Cool. She was friends with Booker T. Washington and W.E.D. Du Bois. Madam C.J. Walker, a lady about town. Oh, yeah. She was a big deal. (laughs) She was um, on the executive committee of the NAACP in New York. And... At 51, she died of kidney failure, and at the time, she was worth somewhere between half a million and a million dollars, making her the wealthiest woman in the U.S., which equates today to somewhere between 19 and $18 million. Wow. Yeah. That's super cool. I super love cool. that. And she'd said 
a couple years before she passed away, she said that she wasn't a millionaire yet, but she was hoping to be because she liked money, not for the riches, but for the good that money could do. Yeah. No, it sounds like it. I mean, it doesn't, from, from what you've told me, it doesn't sound like she had, well, maybe she did an an extravagant lifestyle. I don't really know. (laughs) She did. But it, you know. Like, I mean, she's helping people out. She's building other people up. That's really, really cool. Really awesome. And her her daughter ended up taking over the business. And, um, you know, even Alelia has a very interesting story and and her descendants and all that. So it's she's a she's a a really interesting story. She helped with hair hair care. She's like the original uh, Rihanna in the beauty department (laughs) of of uh helping helping women of color uh achieve um you know beauty standards that yeah uh they ha- couldn't achieve prior to and she did a lot of good with her money and there's a park in Denver named after her There you go. All right. Really cool. Really cool. I wonder how long her business like went for. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. We'll yeah. have to research that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks, Liz. You're welcome. So what's that inside my body? money (laughs) (laughs) i had a hundred dollars in my bank account last week so it's not that (laughs) well better start a business oh oh i already do yeah whatever you better at your business anyway and a little bit of knowledge cool see you next time Bye. bye